This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services, located on 7 Kern Street in Exeter, Pennsylvania, just down the street from Blue Ribbon Dairy. Open through the winter, offering gift cards, poinsettia centerpieces, tropical holiday sleighs, pictures with Santa, and more. And if you're looking for snow removal services, they can take care of that too. Do not break your back this winter. Contact Keller's today and visit their social media pages for more info and hours of operation. My guests today are A.L. and Vinny, organizers of the Big Break Contest. The Big Break is a contest for bands from Pennsylvania to compete in, and the winner receives a fully produced music video, fully produced song, a photo shoot, and basically anything that they can use to form an EPK to submit to venues or record labels. They are currently in the voting stage of the contest, and we discuss the bands involved, the sponsors, the venues, and the judges, which include Aaron Bruck of Breaking Benjamin and Josh Balls, formerly of Motionless and White. Visit TheBigBreakContest.com for more info. This is a follow-up to episode 46 of the Popco Project podcast. Welcome to the show, A.L. and Vinny, organizers of The Big Break. And we're live for uh, The Big Break Part 2. Welcome to the show, A.L. and Vinny. Thank you. Not uh, much, man. I uh, had the pleasure of speaking to Al back in July, I believe it was. Um, yes. I don't, I'm not sure where Vinny, where you were, uh, but I'm so I'm happy to uh, be able to do part two. Um, you know, I was a little hesitant to do uh, like a repeat guest mm-hmm. because I, I, you know, I only do like one a week, maybe two, depending on how you know much demand there is, and uh, I didn't want to do a, a repeat. But I'm like, you know what? This is a great thing for local musicians and people, you know, bands throughout Pennsylvania. Uh, and then when AL said that uh, we'd have additional guests, I said, let's do it. So thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. Good to be here. Yeah. So uh, for anyone who did not hear our uh, first interview, um, the Big Break is a contest that had started in Colorado, uh, I want to say 12-ish years ago, if my memory serves me correctly, and then you guys kind of brought it to Pennsylvania. Um, talk a little bit about the contest in general. Um, so those, like I said, uh, you guys have been doing your media tour, I believe. I've seen uh, <laughs> podcast interviews and TV interviews over the past couple of weeks, so... Uh, Finding autographs at boss I might, guys. <laughs> I might be like late to the game, you know, for the second interview. But talk a little bit about uh, the big break and um, what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the big break, like like you said, is a contest for Pennsylvania bands, original Pennsylvania bands specifically, uh, where the winning band walks away with basically everything they need to put a uh, EPK together. Uh, so that's a music video, track recording, photo shoots, live video, uh, you know, from, from a show. Um, <clears throat> so in order for them to compete, uh, the first round, they have to create their own DIY music video. Uh, they can't hire anybody or anything like that. Um, and they 
we give them three months to put that together and give them a few uh, requirements to put in there as well. And that the three months ended uh, November 31st. Uh, and now we're into the voting phase that so we've uploaded uh, all of the videos and you can go to the big break contest.com slash vote and uh, check out, you know, everybody's submissions and you vote on the one you like best and you can vote once a day. Uh, so that's going to be going on until the end of the month. Uh, and then January 1st, we're going to announce the nine uh, top bands that will be moving forward to round two. And uh, round two, they are going to be a series of three shows with three bands per night. Uh, one band each night going to the finale, uh, which will be in February. And uh, those three bands compete there again. And uh, for all these four shows, we've got judges and uh we also have a few uh, as far as the shows go we have a few extra uh goodies we're throwing in there we're gonna have uh some entertainers between bands and it's just gonna be a, a fun event cool and today is the re recording this is december 16th i plan on uh getting this up uh within the next seven days or so so we'll have some time left for people to vote at the big break contest.com slash vote um so you had three months of submissions uh, that's no longer, uh, you know, no one's able to submit now. But for the, out of those three months, I mean, how many bands do you think you guys got? Um, <clears throat> so we started with 18 that signed up. Um, then a few of them dropped off for personal reasons. Uh, and then we had four that dropped off uh, because of COVID. Uh, and scheduling conflicts. Uh, we had one band that just completely broke up and, you know, during all of this. So uh, we're down to 11 bands that are, that are actually, you know, followed all the rules and submitted their, you know, their videos. Um, so you had 18 total. Is that kind of what you expected? Did you expect more? Did you expect less? Honestly, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I was, I was hoping we would have at least nine, uh, you know, so we can actually move forward and, and do this. Uh, if we didn't get the nine, I would have probably canceled it <laughs> or push, push, you know, push the date up or something. Um, yeah. Uh, compared to when you ran it in, in the Colorado, um, obviously it's probably a different market, different scene, uh, different state. Um, it, it comparing the two, I mean, it's not fair, but how was, how was it compared to, to each other? Uh, there were definitely more submissions here okay. in Colorado. Uh, and I think the reason behind that is that we actually took a little bit of time before launching it to get the word out. As opposed to in Colorado, we just kind of like, hey, this would be cool. Let's just do it. All right, we're going to do it. You know, so. <laughs> and what was the motivation, um, you know, bringing it to Pennsylvania I, <clears throat> from from Colorado? Obviously, you know, you moved back here and that, that has something to do with it, but you're sitting around here in Pennsylvania. Um, you know, what, what made you feel like, Hey, let's, let's do this. Let's try this here. Um, uh, it was during COVID and I started looking into local bands and I was having a little bit of a hard time finding, you know, somewhere that that would list them all but eventually i found some some local bands and i listened to them and i liked them and i started thinking about the big break and i'm like well you know why why not bring it here i'm kind of bored 
you know, with, uh, with COVID and, you know, people are, are going to want to go out eventually. And, you know, so the events, you know, fall in line there and, uh, just want to do something fun and creative. Yeah, for sure. And then you're, you're awfully quiet and I don't know anything about you. So outside <laughs> of the, the thousands of, uh, interviews you've done the past two weeks. Yeah, no, I, originally I grew up in Northern California, Vacaville, same hometown as Papa Roach. So I, you know, would see them performing at, you know, the local ice rink. My mom said, Hey, you know, Papa Roach at the time was that band where they were considered a rowdy, crazy, you know, no one was doing what they were doing at the time. No one in my town would let them play at any venue because they were quote unquote too hardcore. Um, so my mom said one day, Hey, I run an ice rink. Why doesn't Papa Roach play? And being like a nine year old at the time, seeing that and going, Wow, that's pretty cool that like my mom did that for Papa Roach. And then they get signed and become, you know, one of the top rock bands of all time. And uh, I was always just, you know, I like socially, like in school. I hated everyone at my school. I just did not get along with them. But when I was hanging out with like bands outside of school, going to shows personally myself, I was like, these are like my type of people. Like I can connect with them. I vibe with them. They may be talking like guitar strings and, you know, music lingo that I don't understand, but I'm like, this is cool. Like they're everyday people just loving life. And, uh, I was an aspiring actor. My plan after school was, Oh, I'm going to move to Hollywood and audition for movies and TV shows and be that goofy, you know, college party guy on a, you know, hangover type of movie or something. That's where you would see me. And, uh, I was like, you know, I don't know, like Hollywood is too pretentious. I think I'm going to stick back home and hang out with these rock bands. I grabbed my grandfather's home movie cam camcorder. And I started, you know, just going around filming local bands, interviewing them. MySpace comes out and people are like, yo, bro, you should put your videos on MySpace. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm not doing that. Like, no, I'm trying to become like TV, film, not internet. Like, no, this is an AOL dial-up kids. No. So I decided to say, you know what? Screw it. I'll put my videos up on MySpace. Well, MySpace Records finds out I'm doing this on like the down low. And they're like, there's this like 14 year old kid on MySpace interviewing these rock bands. And this is hilarious. And then of course, YouTube comes out and I kind of migrated from MySpace to YouTube record labels blowing my phone up, sending me little press kits every day, EPKs, which we're trying to make in uh, for these bands in the break break. So full circle here. And uh, they were like, hey, you want to go interview this band called the Jonas Brothers and Paramore and the Plain White Tees and Alien Ant Farm? And I'm like, ah, yes. Like, what else am I going to do, you know? <laughs> and uh, so here's the backstage pass. Go hang out and watch the band be totally shit-faced and stoned. And I'm like... Oh, this is this is cool. Like an insight to the backstage, and you know, you see these bands that are on magazines, and I'm like, that's just, that's just like so unreal. But for some reason, I just loved it, and I stuck with it. And uh, then all these years later, I uh, kind of got tired of California, wanted to be on the East Coast where my family's originally from, and uh, I said, okay, did the college thing. All the friends are getting married, having kids, joining the military or whatever, and I said, what am I doing with my life? I'm going to just go start fresh, start new, start a new life out in Pennsylvania. That's where I'm at now. And then uh, a couple months ago, I get a message from this dude right here on the screen saying, hey, you got a demo reel? 
And I'm like, oh, do I have a demo reel? <laughs> Which video out of the 15,000 do you want to see? Google my name and uh, there's my demo reel. And uh, happy to be a part of the big break. And I understand that, you know, the not only because of the pandemic, but the music scene here kind of needs, you know, some new blood and new excitement and, you know, just, you know, these people need venues to play at. They need a platform, songwriters, artists. So it, it's it's nice to see the response what we're getting with the big break. So you guys didn't know each other at all prior to this. Yep. So see, I didn't I didn't know that. I felt like you had some kind of connection. Now, I know Al has like you know, traveled and is in the military and things like that. I thought you guys had a connection prior to this. No, I believe it was just like a. Uh, Facebook, uh, someone tagged me in one of his posts, and I was like, who the hell is this dude? <laughs> <laughs> so then I messaged him, and like we had like a, f a awkward Zoom call, and he's sitting there, and he's like, so hey, I have this idea. It's called The Big Break, and would you be interested in being the host? And I was like, I think I should hang up on this call. And then I was like, nah, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, I'll give it a shot. And I thought he was going to have like 20 candidates that he was like, you know, looking for like, oh, like you're number seven on the list. And then when he said, oh, dude, yeah, you're the guy that's going to help me out. I was like, oh, you're serious. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> so uh, what about Vinny, you know, without knowing him? Did you, did you research Vinny? Did you know a little bit of his background before you reached out to him? Um before i reached out to him i mean i just knew whatever was on youtube and the and the uh the reel that he sent me and i just really liked the energy that he was showing and the uh you know the, the charisma that he was showing through there um and then you know talking to him on zoom i'm like well you know he's he seems like like a down-to-earth guy you know like he's, he's he's not all i don't know he's not an asshole he doesn't seem like an asshole so you know let's let's see if we can do something the internet is a scary place, man. You got to be careful. It is. You might be uh, across the screen. You might be a nice guy. Very true. Very true. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> now it's cool. I, I, I like I said, I thought you guys had some kind of connection prior to that. So that's a, uh, it's kind of a little uh, interesting story there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, Vinny, he, he reached out to you. Wants to do this, this, the you know, big break contest. Um, what did you feel that you could bring to the table as, as part of all this? Uh, you know, I think just with my experience, I love to do this. I love to, you know, be up on stage any moment I can. And uh, just to be able to help with these, you know, bands, most of them are starting out. There's actually a few from our competition that actually just said, hey, we're going to start a band and revolve around because of this competition so that was kind of cool and i love seeing the artists when they first start because they don't know what exactly they want they might think to themselves hey i want a record deal or oh i want you know the youtube music video nowadays or you know they just want to do it for the girls you know they want to do it for this or that and it's just cool to just see the the diversity and see like you know, there's some bands that were even nervous just to do this competition. And it's like, that's so cool because we all got to start somewhere. And I think to be able to give back, I'm not a musician myself, but to be able to be, you know, connected in the scene in this form is, you know, great to be able to be like, I feel like, you know, it's like community, you know, 
charity event you know it's like you feel like you're doing your part to help out and you're putting this percentage and saying hey look if we're giving these artists the opportunity because i bet half of these bands probably wouldn't have reached out to you know for example you know the v spot and be like hey we're a band we want to play like they don't know how to do that and you know if it wasn't for this you know platform i think it kind of you know helps them just get that stepping stone you know right off so uh, that's why I'm happy to be a part of it. Is that why you guys wanted to do this is to kind of uh, create that platform, like you said, to, you know, jumpstart these bands and, and maybe their, whether it's their career, or, you know, the next step, why was it important for you guys to, to, to do this contest as overall? Um, I, there's not one clear answer about this, but I think if I was to put it all like in a nutshell is I'm a musician. I love local music more than national acts. Um, and I'm at that age where I don't think I can act like be in a band. So I can't be in that aspect, you know, of, of the music scene. And I, I just want to be involved and, uh, just do something that, you know, I'm good with video production. So that's, you know, what I can put in it and still be a part of the music scene in that way cool and talk a little bit again about what the bands get and why it's important you said there's a video a uh, fully produced song um why is an epk important to i mean obviously the bands know this but anyone listening to this why and they're saying well you know, what's the big deal about the big break why are people doing this why, do, why should people care why is it important uh, for these bands Vinny, you want to you want to take that one yeah, no, i mean if you're an unsigned artist and you're trying to um you know book a show or maybe maybe you don't even want to book a show maybe you want to go straight to a record label or try to hire a booking agent or a manager or a publicist they're getting like five thousand requests a day and they're just going to go oh listen to the first 10 seconds okay don't like this artist okay i'll wait for the hook don't like this one and if you have an epk you have a following on social media yeah, that does help, you know, but there's also those artists who maybe they have 70 followers and that's it. And that's just their family and a couple of their friends, but they might be the next big thing. So if they be it, they're able to present themselves with an EPK and say, hey, look, we want to go play a show in the middle of the country in Oklahoma. People in Oklahoma are going to go, what are you, a band from Pennsylvania? Okay, you play rock music. Great. But if you can say, hey, look, we have a music video. We have headshots, photoshop, you know, photo shoots. Uh, you know, we have a professionally mastered song recording that's good quality. This is what we have. We have, you know, a live recording. You've got videos. You're more than likely to be up on the scale, you know. So it's just like you got to think of it as any other job. You know, maybe you want to go and say, hey, I want to get a job at, you know, X store or whatever. They're going to say, well, what's your experience? Let's see your resume. And if you can be like, oh, I did this and I did that. And, oh, yeah, we're a band. We, you know, a lot of chicks dig us. And, you know, we sell out at, you know, the, the bar in Scranton. People are not going to care. But when they start seeing the media and start seeing the photos and the video and go, oh, this band might be something, now they're going to pay attention. So um, that's why that's why it's important. And I think with Al and myself as you know filmmakers, I've done tons of music videos for artists, and and it just helps. You know, I see 
a band that has no media whatsoever. You know, maybe they have a Facebook page and a you know cute picture of themselves. Cool. All right, go like their page. Why not? But if they're saying we got a music video and it's funny as hell or it's creative or it looks like this. I think everybody's going to like pay attention a little bit more. So, uh, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. So. Yeah. I think it's uh, more important now than ever uh, for a band to have good quality material, whether it be, or, you know, music recording, you know, video stuff they can put on their, their social media pages that, you know, they can use for content because I, I said it before and you can probably back me up on this, but like content is King, you know, you got to be constantly, you know, you know, sharing with you know your fans and potential fans who you are and what you do and whether it's a tiktok or you know a, a facebook video or whatever it might be that's a um, full-time job in its own almost yeah man like i was talking to uh, who was it uh shoot i don't, I don't remember oh uh, the magwas and um just how important it is and, and you know you mentioned Vinny too but like back in the day like you saw bands partying, getting drunk, getting high, whatever it might be. I don't think you see a lot of that these days because, for a few different reasons, uh, I feel like you know younger bands are a little you know more health conscious. But I think like a, a big part of that is because they are you know just focused on the band and moving it forward, and it's almost a business where they have to be able to constantly put out content and. You know, there's cell phones in everyone's pockets. So if they do something bad, you know, during a party or during a show, that could, you know, ruin them before they even get started. Um, which I is don't kinda... know. I saw a video of this chick pissing on some dude's Dude, face. That was amazing. That was <laughs> <Yes>. amazing. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know, man. That's so cool. You brought that up. Like, and like the thing about it too is like she's very, very attractive. It wasn't like just some slob who decided like let's like let's. and <laughs> the guy didn't look like he minded. No, no, he's he's like <laughs> spit that out. That was you know got it on the on the freaking uh, people up front. Yeah, I was, and then I think wasn't she like getting sued or some kind of something happened to her. I mean, it might not have been the smartest thing, or maybe it was the smartest thing, because, I mean, I never heard of her until that. Right. There's What, what do they say? There's no such thing as bad press? or Yeah. They right. do Sometimes. Say that. Sometimes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could agree to, with that to they an extent. pissed on a dude, and uh, everybody yeah. knows who she is. In, in his mouth, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some, some guys like that. Uh, some girls no. like but uh, going back to the social media thing, you know, I've I've witnessed, you know, firsthand being out on the Vance Warped Tour and seeing artists like Echo Smith is a great example. You know, they were young and, you know, the more work you put into something, you know, will pay off. And like, there, you got to think, okay, there's five people in the band, right? If each of those people in that band know 100 people boom, you already got 500 followers. And sometimes you don't see that with, you know, some of these local bands, but it's, you just got to figure out, find that band that you want to become, whether it's Motley Crue. All right. What did Motley Crue do to get noticed? All right. They, they partied, but besides all that, they went out and they promoted the hell out of each other. You hear bands back in the eighties, nineties and early two thousands. Oh, they're flying it up. They're doing this. And, uh, 
you don't really see that too often. You know, it's like, oh, there's a tiny flyer in the corner of the bar over there, you know, saying, oh, come see our bands. No one's going to pay attention. You got to go out there. Uh, like what we're doing with the big break. Everyone's like, man, these guys that are doing media interviews all the time. It's like, it's just me and him. Like we got to, you know, otherwise no one's going to come to these shows. So same thing. If you're in a band, you know, you got to hustle and grind and uh, the more work you put into it, the, the better the outcome is. So, and I think a few weeks ago we were talking, someone asked us, well, isn't that annoying to be like, Hey, check us out on Facebook, check us out on Facebook, listen to my song, listen to my video. Well, yeah, it is annoying. I mean, I personally, I, I unfollow bands because of that too sometimes, but you gotta, like you were saying, you know, Johnny, you gotta have good content you know stuff that people are going to want to click on so uh you know it's different for everybody so well with the self-promotion stuff you can really tell you know just just in the big break uh you know in this uh in this round the top band right now has over a thousand votes the band all the way down at the bottom has like 58 or 60 60 votes and me as the admin of uh, the big break, you know, Facebook page, anytime somebody shares the page, I get a, a notification. So I, so I see what's going on and it's almost uh, like it. It, it coincides. Just, it, right. Absolutely. 100%. It's, you know, the, the band, you know, that's all the way up here there. I see them constantly sharing and sharing and sharing. And then the ones that are down lower, don't really see at all you know yeah. so and it, it, you know it's it's whatever you put into it is what you're going to get out of it's interesting too because like i mean i have a hard time sometimes because like this podcast for me is just like a passion project right um i have a couple sponsors uh that you know help me make it possible um but outside that it's it's a passion thing so but like i want people to like follow it and enjoy it um but it's it's funny because you're you're not gonna get something unless you ask for it like i put a post up last week that said hey if you like what we're doing you know please give us a review on apple Podcasts." i'm sure shit three people actually left it right but i hate doing that because i don't want to bother people either but it's not going to happen unless you say hey this is what's going on and if you like what we do like hey you know if you have a minute, please, you know, do a review. Right. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I hate, I hate that. Like, it's a constant self promotion, but it's part of the game. It is, and and you have to, you know, you really have to brand yourself too, as as a band, as as you know, Popco Project, as as Big Break. You know, if you look at you know the big bands um, and big companies, you know, even small companies that understand branding. You know, you're using the same color palettes, using the same uh, uh, text type, you know. Um, it's not just throwing anything out there and see if it sticks. It's, it's make make a whole, you know, a whole... Cohesive thing. Right, right, you know, and stick with it, yeah. you know. And for me, too, like, Johnny, I, I completely get you 100%. Like, you know, I had 
people were like, oh, you know, if, if you're going to do a show, you know, you got to have Instagram, you got to have TikTok, you got to have Snapchat, you got to have Facebook, you got to have a Tumblr, you got to have Blogspot, you got to have all this stuff. Now, when you're like just a small crew of one or two people, it, it's a total burnout, like right off the bat. Um, I, I personally like totally got burnt out from social media because like I said earlier in this podcast, like... I was that MySpace kid, you know, where I was like, oh, selfie with the, your parents, you know, digital camera and transferring it and making it cool with all them filters. And, you know, then it was responding, oh, oh someone tweeted me. I got to respond to them. I got it. And eventually your just, mind just goes poof and you're just like, okay, time out. I cannot, you go and you look outside and you go, wow, the sun went down. I've been sitting here literally like for the last 12 hours, just tweeting people I don't even know. And, uh, but you know, it, like you said, it is part of the game, but you just got to play it safe and know your boundaries of like, okay, I'm going to spend an hour, do it, get off, go enjoy my life. And then, cause we get sucked into this digital age and it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Do do you have uh, any advice um, for bands or I'll I'll take the advice as well, but do you have uh, advice as to how bands can increase their following on, you know, social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Uh, Bands specifically, they need to stop playing in the same town all the time and get out and, and, you know, play different venues at different cities and different States. Um, You know, playing in the same town you're never gonna get much more than you already have it's so far away man (laughs) 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 it's uh i I relate that to i I used to work in uh print media and print media is such a do as i say not as i do uh media at least locally around here and it's you know they they tell you like hey you need to promote yourself like gotta spend the money you gotta invest you gotta like be in on billboards and in the print and then in the radio and things like that but if you ask them you know well how do you promote yourself like oh well we have an ad in our own paper that's like but well how do you get new readers oh we have an ad in the paper but like don't the people seeing the ad are already your audience. How do you get new people? Oh, we don't. Do you spend money elsewhere? No, 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 no. We don't do that. So it's like, you know, if, if that's like a band playing to the same audience all the time, you're not going to grow your audience if you keep playing to the same one. Right. Exactly. So. I, I mean, that's what you want to do anyway in a band, right? You don't want to sure. stick around in the same, you know, so start practicing. Yeah. Yeah. And also it helps to have like mentors and that's why we brought the judges in for the big break too is, uh, you know, these young bands or fairly new bands or experienced bands that have been around for a while that are in the break break, you know, it just kind of gets them to the next level in this aspect of, wow, like, you know, if this is like, for example, we got, you know, Josh Balls from Motionless and White and people always are like, well, what made that band successful? How come they got to get out of Scranton and Wilkes-Barre? And how come it took them five to 10 years to get their first record deal and be on Fearless Records and, you know, everything blow up for them? How did, how does it work? And I think that's the issue with not just this area, but other local areas is that 
they're maybe not afraid to ask or those artists aren't afraid to share either you know like you were just saying about with the media well if they're successful how are they successful i had the same issue myself i wanted to be an actor i went to every actor that i knew personally and be like so how would you end up in that movie and they're like oh i just ended up in that movie and it's like come on can you give me a better answer or not so same thing with these bands it's like well how did you know this band become successful how did they get that record deal did they, did they have a meeting behind you know a secret vault like how did like people are afraid once they hit that plateau once they have that experience to give back and i think artists need to start giving back and that's why i said uh you know these artists need to find you know that mentor <laughs> band to be like start asking the questions like hey i really admire this band how did it work for you same thing we were talking about social media how did that band get you know five hundred thousand views and followers well ask them you know yeah so so bringing josh and aaron in you know uh both of them are super nice and i'm sure you know either one of them would would takes you know a few minutes to to sit down with one of our bands in the contest and just have a, a real talk yeah so let's let's uh, get into that i mean you're uh you started this big break contest kind of out of nowhere right <clears throat> like at least in pennsylvania right right uh but you've been, you've been able to get great support from uh the sponsors uh i saw you guys pushing the uh, parlor root beer uh, John Phillips, you told me you were going to sponsor this show. So, uh, whenever you want to send some root beer to my house, <laughs> let me know. Uh, kind of felt like that was a kick in the balls there, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, how were you able to, um, get support from sponsors? Was it, was it pretty easy? You know, you just kind of pitched the idea and they were like, yeah, I'm on board with that. Or, you know, what kind of value did you provide to them, uh, to get them on board? I mean, I've got the sponsor packet. Right. So, you know, just the sponsor packet itself has five different tiers, um, you know, but as far as connecting with them and, and I don't know, just talk to them. <laughs> you know, I don't think I'm doing anything special. I'm not like whining and dining them or anything like that. You know, I'm just just talking to them, telling them about the project. And, you know, usually they think it's a really good idea. And they're like, well, let's see how we can, you know, make things work. And then in the, within a few days, I have a check. Simple, right? Well, I mean, that's... Oh. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Like, so I, I've been in sales for most of my career. And I've been successful because I talk to people like they're people. And I'm very upfront about, you know, here's what this is. Here's what you get. If you like right. it, great. If you don't, that's cool too. Right. But you know, I don't try and say, you know, swindle them and or you know, smoke and mirrors. It's just like here's it. This is why it's important. This is why I find it, you know, it relates to what you're doing, uh, and it makes sense. So I think you probably take that approach in that you know you you, just, you you approach the right people and why it makes sense for them, and it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah, you know you. You're, you're building a relationship, you know, especially if you're going to be reaching back out to sponsors for, you know, doing the same thing next year or, or you know, whatever like that. And, uh, you know, you don't want to, you know, you just got to follow through with, with what you're promising. And if you're, you know, promising to, to put them on T-shirts, you put them on T-shirts, <laughs> Right. you know, you just like just talk about them. 
you know. So. You need, if you need t-shirts, I know a guy. Yeah. But, uh, and then you have these judges, right? Um, you mentioned Josh Balls, formerly Emotionless and White. Uh, and then you said Aaron, for those of you uh, don't know Aaron, uh, it's Aaron Brock from Breaking Benjamin. If you guys want to go check out the podcast I had with them, uh, Josh Balls was episode 56 and Aaron Brock was episode 57 back to back. Uh, it's available on Spotify uh, at the uh, Popco Project. But <clears throat> how did you guys, um, you know, how did you guys approach them to say, hey, would you guys be interested in being judges? So I'm friends with uh, Josh Ball's sister. So that's Trish? how I got. Yeah. Yep. I know Trish too. I met, I met her before I met him. Right. Same. Um, where? But- where? uh like a house party or something uh, i don't remember yeah in yeah. my story it was my uh bennigan's 2004 is there is there more to it than that no she was uh <laughs> okay. she worked there and so did i oh, oh right on right on um just but yeah no i just you know i just asked her i'm like hey do you think your your brother would um be receptive to this and she said yeah i think he would but let me connect you to and he called me, you know, she gave him my number. He called me and we, I told him what it was all about. And he's like, give me a couple of days to think about it. He asked what dates the, you know, the shows are going to be. Um, and, you know, within a week, he's like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do this. And then with uh, Aaron, um, our sponsor, uh, Bynum Beautiful Salon is actually where he goes. Uh, that's his salon. So, oh. right. So, you know, she's like, hey, you should really talk to Aaron and see if, you know, he'd want to do this. So that was kind of her idea. And then later on, I didn't even know that Aaron and Josh are are friends, you know, so I brought it up to Josh and he's like, oh, yeah, no, let me talk to him, too. You know, so, yeah, they were just, that's it. Yeah, it's it's got got lucky, I guess, with with people, you know, right? Yeah. And the reason I I was plugging my own episodes, uh, it wasn't being an asshole type thing, but they both give really great insight, um, <clears throat> you know, how local bands can, you know, kind of get to the next step. So there's a lot of valuable content for them. I'm sorry to, to interrupt again, but I just didn't want to come off as a, an asshole. It wasn't me trying to promote myself. It was, there's good, there's good stuff in there that they're, they're so supportive, obviously, because they're doing this for you guys too. Right. Um, they're supportive of the, the local scene. And uh, I mean, Aaron, <clears throat> he and I were closing bars down, uh, back in the mid two thousands after he played a, you know, a solo gig and he was lugging gear around for a lot of years. And if there's anyone who deserves the success he's been having, it's, it's definitely him. But um, yeah, so you have two, two uh, big supporters of, of the, you know, but, of musicians. It's just, and, it just yeah. goes to say, right. That, you know, it doesn't just come, it doesn't just happen. Right. He said he was lugging his gear around and, you know, putting in the work to get to where he's at now. Right. Like, it didn't just happen. No, not at all. You know, so it's just, you know, bands, bands got to do that. They got to lug their stuff around and maybe and one day they'll, and they'll get their big break. Yeah. So who else do you have as uh, judges? Uh, his name is Aiden Purcell. Okay. Uh, and he uh, moved here from um, Virginia. And I, uh, one of the reasons other than, than him being, you know, a musician and, uh, 
well, aspiring musician and uh, just music lover of, of all sorts, he doesn't know any of the bands. And to me, that was him being from, from out of state. He can't have that, that bias that, you know, people from around here may have if you pick somebody, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's, that's basically it. That's smart. That's good to have. And then as far as the bands you have go, and I don't want to put you on the spot, maybe you don't have the list in front of you, but um, can you talk about the bands who are, are currently in, you know, in the voting pool? Uh, I know there's a handful from, you know, NEPA, mm-hmm. um, but this is a, a contest across uh, Pennsylvania too. So, you know, how far right. out did you get submissions from? Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Wow. Great. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Philly. Um, yeah. That's, then most are from from here but uh we have uh old kentucky shark uh radio riot midheaven haven sorry midhaven prime eight uh there that's pittsburgh band uh, i am buffalo gus the savage tainted faith <clears throat> black horizon stars burn red uh stephanie and the wild hearts and five seven zero Okay, so yeah, about I think it was like four or five bands from kind of in and around our area. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gus the mm-hmm. Savage. So it's not all just bands because Gus is a uh, more of a right, R and B right rap artist. That's yeah, cool. musician, musician, yeah, musician. Right. Cool. So a good variety then. Exactly. That's 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 the point. You know. Yeah, it's good. It's great. I'm glad there was a lot of interest. That's that's awesome. Me too. <laughs> It's hard, you know, especially like something new. I'll, I'll call it new because it's new to the area. Um, people are kind of hesitant to, and honestly, dude, like I, I said, that, you know, back in our interview, back in July, you can also catch that on the the the, the Spotify. Uh, I forget what episode that was, forty six maybe. Um, <clears throat> yeah, back in July, episode forty six was our was our first discussion, and that was very preliminary. You didn't really allude to much. We talked about what the the concept was, but now, now there's you know we're we're into the the voting we're we got the the judges locked in you know you're uh, moving full venues, force. venues venues yeah so talk days. about the venues yeah sure uh so round two uh like I said it consists of three nights with three bands per night uh the first night is going to be January 21st at Finnegan's uh, then the very next night uh, January 22nd is going to be at River Street Jazz Cafe. And following week on the 29th, we'll be up at the V spot. Um, and then the finale is going to be in February, February 11th at uh, Bar Louie at Mohegan Sun. Very cool. That's a good spot. I mean, I'm not a big casino guy, but as far as, you know, parking and, and you know, a central right. location. Right. And that's also going to be the only one um, out of all of them that is going to be uh no cover and all aged well 16 and up to uh to get in cool uh, the rest of them the second round they're all <laughs> 21 and up and 10 bucks at the door as far as working with the uh the venues i mean i know i know Vinny very well at the v spot so i'm sure this is actually the third podcast in a row that Vinny has been brought up oh, yeah. uh, i mean this is a, a heavy nepa music podcast so it doesn't surprise me because he, <clears throat> out of the venues in this area, he's one of the biggest supporters of that. But 
I mean, how did you go about reaching out to the Jazz Cafe and, you know, Finnegan's, I think it's Finnegan's Irish Rock Club in Scranton, yep. mm-hmm. and then obviously Bar Louie. How, how did they... Um, how did they feel about, you know, the whole thing? Uh, so Vinny from uh, the V spot, uh, I just called him. I called the, you know, called the venue and I asked. And at first he's like, first of all, before you even ask just this, what band are you with? Because we're already booked out like, yeah. you know, six months ahead or, or, or whatever. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, it's for a whole night. It's, you know, an event, you know, the big break. He's like, Oh, wait a sec. I've heard about the big break. And, you know? So, so I think the, the initial work of, you know, everything we did uh, really helped to, to get to that part, but he was very, very supportive. Uh, he's, he's excited to do it. Um, uh, and the same thing with, uh finnegan's and uh the river river street jazz cafe um yeah they're just we you know for instance uh river street jazz cafe usually uh feeds their bands you know what i mean uh and, and things like that so we were able to work things out where uh you know perhaps he doesn't have to give as much and i can take a little more for you know for, for putting towards uh, producing the music videos and stuff. So it was a, none of this was standard um, by any means, you know, there was some finagling, I guess, or, or not finagling, but just, just compromising on, on both ends to make it work. Cool. Yeah. You took your shot. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that this area and the venues, especially were very, um, receptive to it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bar Lou is super excited. They they're even already saying, "Hey, let's do it again next year." <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we bring the bands into your venue first and see what yeah. you think? <laughs> can you see those goes first before we? Right. right. <laughs> Unless you want to pay a, da- a down uh, down payment for your sponsorship or whatever, you right. can do that now if you want. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I always really enjoy uh, seeing people, <clears throat> you know, bringing new things to our area, uh, especially when it involves, you know, local music, because I've, I've just been such a, a big uh, advocate uh, for this area and this, the local scene here. And um, I think we have one of the best in, in the country. I, I always, I always say that I would put up, I would put our scene up against, anybody else's um and not that i've seen a lot of other uh, areas in, in their their towns and their scenes but i'm just that proud of our area and what we produce and again not that this contest is only about you know any pa it's you know beyond that but <clears throat> you know the venues and all that kind of stuff are here so you know kudos right. to you guys for doing what you're doing and uh i'm excited to see uh the next the next steps so yeah i'm, I'm hoping you uh come out to at very, very least, the finale, um, and you know the other three too. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> get out much. I, I try to, not that I'm anybody, but you know, I try to. I try to make appearances. Um, I say that because you know I have a wife and kid at home, and but this is at night, so it's like I try and sneak out. I mean, AL we we met officially at the V spot. Mm-hmm. What night was that? Was that the awards? It was. Yeah. yeah. I think I was on, on my way out. 
I was, I was, I had a few drinks. I, uh, <laughs> I was in... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a couple. Yeah. No. Well, Vinny invited me to the back and I'm like, okay, sure. Nothing ever good happens after that. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, awards were won and people were celebrating and I got cut yeah, up. It was a good of... time. There was a, the, the vibe in there was just, just awesome. It was just no negative you know, vibe from anyone, you yeah. know, and it was packed. Everyone was having a good time. Uh, you know, it was just, yeah, it was good. It was really good. I was like in the middle of losing my voice that night. <clears throat> and uh, I was like, I hope people don't think I have COVID. So I got tested and I was negative, but like, I was like, I was, I was struggling, yeah. struggling bad. But, well, anyways, guys, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck with what you're doing. Um, thank you. The contest.com is the official yep. website. If you want to vote for the bands that are involved, it's the contest.com slash vote. And yep. uh, is there anything else you want to tell uh, my audience that uh, that's going on? Just come uh, on out, come out to the shows, have a good time, bring your family, your friends, and I know support these bands. And I know let's just put the NAPA on the map all over the place and have a good time. And I know everybody's like, oh, I haven't been to a concert in so long. Well, here's your perfect opportunity. It's affordable. So come on out, have a good time, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll for you guys. And we're we're also giving you an opportunity to be able to support the the music scene without having to leave your house for the month of December. Just go check out the bands and you know the work that some of these bands put into their music video really really shows. Uh, and I, I really really uh, suggest you go out there and, and check them out and vote. Every that's what day. they're vo- that's what they're voting on, right? They're voting on the right. the DIY videos that the bands right. put together. Yes. Yep. Cool. So. And Vinny, what's what's your last name? My last name is Langdon. All right, Vinny Langdon. Uh, <clears throat> you're very mild mannered for the, the 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 way you've you know you've you've been around these bands and you've been on stages and you love stages. I gotta Google you. <laughs> and I think anybody else out there who's watching this or listening, Vinny's very relaxed, but it sounds like he's he's got a little bit of a. I don't know, an entertainment value to him. So I got to go check that out. Maybe I should have done that before we did this tonight, but it's all good, man. All good. Did a great job. Enjoyed it. Cool. Well, thank you guys again. Once again, the big break contest.com. Thanks for doing this. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. See you out there. We'll see you later.